Before we start the program, I want to introduce you to an event that's coming up this August. The Loma Linda Institute of Worship is offering a worship leadership certificate to help leaders and pastors take their congregation's worship experience to the next level. This August 9-12 through 12 event will include presenters Randy Roberts, Adriana Pereira, Nicholas Zork, Wayne Buckner, Richard Hickam, and more, and provide the opportunity to perform on stage with Steve Green and the Heritage Singers. Come sing, pray, write new music, share testimonies and resources, and grow together with like-minded worship leaders from across the world. Go to LLIW.net to register. Welcome to the Loma Linda University Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by the message. Congratulations to the class of 2021. Schools of Dentistry and Pharmacy. COVID has robbed us of many things, including the normal flow of this weekend. But of one thing it has not robbed us, and that is our pride in the work that you have accomplished. It has not robbed us of the joy that we take in seeing you graduate from Loma Linda University this weekend. So to me and to all of us seated here on the platform, it is not a trite saying. Congratulations. I've been a part of many graduation services in my life, which ought not be surprising to someone who has spent the bulk of their professional career on a university campus. But I'm not talking specifically about graduations I've attended or been a part of. This past week, I was thinking about graduations of mine. And I got to wondering, how well do I remember either the baccalaureate or the commencement address of graduations I attended? So I started with elementary school. My elementary school graduation. All the blood, sweat, and tears, I cried like a baby. I do not remember for certain who spoke, and I absolutely could not tell you what they said. High school came. I didn't graduate from high school. I took a GED test, and that's a rabbit trail we're not going to go down today. College. I remember that graduation. In fact, I remember both the baccalaureate and the commencement address in college. The baccalaureate address was delivered by Ron Halverson Sr., the home-going and the homecoming of Jesus. I remember it to this very day. The commencement service on the next day, however, well, that was another story. I may or may not have counted all the colored panes in the stained glass window behind the speaker's head. <laughs> I do not have the ability to tell you what he said. So fast forward from that. Fast forward to that to graduation from seminary. By the time graduation from seminary rolled around, I had moved away, was already working, and my graduation took place at the apartment door where I was living in Austin, Texas, when the postman handed me a big envelope containing my diploma. So move from that to graduation from graduate school. I remember the event, don't remember who spoke or what they said. And finally, doctoral degree. Doctor of Ministry from Fuller Theological Seminary. I do remember the event. I don't remember the name of the person who spoke, and I don't remember what they said. I do remember the introduction. 
Dr. Richard Mao, the president of Fuller Theological Seminary, introduced the gentleman who was to speak, a pastor, an alumni from Fuller Theological Seminary, by saying, he has raised the attendance of the church where he is serving to 6,000 a week. And I thought, wow. And then Dr. Mao said, when he arrived, the attendance was 5,990. <laughs> I do remember that. So let's do the number. Let's do the tally. Five graduations, five either commencement addresses or baccalaureate addresses, and I remember one. So my expectations aren't very high. <laughs> I did, however, decide this week that it needs to be concise and it needs to be clear. And maybe one day... If you remember the three words I want to give you, it will confirm to me that God still works miracles. <laughs> but it's going to take us just a bit to get to the three words. We go to Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 27. You know what the Proverbs are. They're the witty, wise saying of Israel's old sage on the stage. It's like sitting with your grandmother, your grandfather, and they give you sayings from life that they have learned over the years. And when you come to Proverbs 27 and your eye begins to scan down the page at the different Proverbs, you find yourself nodding in agreement. Yes, that's true. Yes, I agree with that. You read, for example, that the wounds of a friend are trustworthy, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. And you say, well, that's for sure. I would much rather hear hard things from a friend than smooth words from a foe. That's true. Your eye goes down the page a little bit further. And you see, don't bless somebody loudly in the early morning or they'll take it as a curse. And your mind immediately goes back to your roommate in the dorm in college who used to leap out of bed in the morning all chipper. You just wanted to slap her. It's like, enough already. It's 7 a.m. <laughs> so you agree with that one goes a little further down the page, and you read that it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And you say, amen. That's the truth. And you think of discussions you've had in the last several years here at Loma Linda and the way that you have grown from them. So as your eye scans down the page here in Proverbs, Proverbs 27, you're saying, yes, yes, yeah, amen, I agree with that. And then you get to verse 21. And you read verse 21, and you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm not so sure about that. And you're no longer nodding and no longer saying amen. So I want to look at that to see why that might have been the case. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 21 says this, Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. There are two lines in that proverb, two elements to it. The first line is one with which we could all agree. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold. In fact, that's kind of the thought behind what's called the acid test. The acid test was developed in the late 1800s, I read. 
as a way of distinguishing gold from other base metals. If you heated it up to a certain level, the other base metals would begin to melt, but gold would not. The impurities would melt away, and by the end you knew we have gold. It has maintained its character. It is purified. It's gold. That's the acid test. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold. And we say that's the truth. In fact, that's how life works. Other scripture confirms that, correct? We go through difficult, challenging experiences like the last two years, the last four years. Difficult days, long nights, challenging classes. Am I going to make it? And somehow it is testing you. It's refining you. It's purifying you. And at the end of that, you emerge gold. I was so moved by what the students shared this morning, touched by what they said. It underlines the reality of that first element in this proverb. Difficult times can make you, prove you, test you. It's what the author Michael Walzer says in one place. He says, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, you can pretty well count on three realities if you're having a difficult, hard time in life. Reality number one, wherever that is, you're probably in bondage in Egypt. Lesson number one. Lesson number two, somewhere out there, somewhere over there is a better land, a promised land. Lesson number three, he says, to get from here to there means you have to cross the wilderness. It means hard times, difficult circumstances, challenging people. But we're often told that those are the things that make us. Thomas Paine said it, these are the times which try men's souls, but they're also the times which purify and test the souls of men and women and prove us true. So when we read that first line in the proverb, we say, yes, I agree, amen. And we almost intuitively know what comes next. If fire tests the purity of silver and gold, then obviously the next line will say, and fiery trials test a person. Right? We face fiery trials. Sometimes it's circumstances, sometimes it's issues, sometimes it's classes, sometimes it's people. Have you ever noticed how quickly people can bring you down? You notice that? I read the story, an elderly woman on an airline flight, rough flight, difficult flight, only to be followed by an even rougher landing. They finally made it to the terminal. This happened to be an airline where the pilot would come out and stand as the people deplaned, thanking them for flying with them. Kind of dreaded at this time. But the people were kind. They deplaned without saying anything. And then last passenger, here she came, tottering on her cane, right up to him, looked at him. Are you the pilot? Yes, ma'am. Can I ask you a question? Yes, ma'am. Did we just land or were we shot down? <laughs> People can bring you down. 
Circumstances will challenge you. Life will at times feel like it has run over you. So that's why I would think the proverb would say, fire tests the purity of silver and gold. That's the acid test. What's the acid test for us? Fiery trials will test the person. But, but, that's not what it says. The old wise sage says, Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. By being praised. As true as it might be that crisis moments, difficult times, bring the true reality out from us, the wise man is saying quite something different. He's saying, when everything is going well, when everybody loves you, when everybody's complimenting you, when you have support, when the patients appreciate you, at that moment, the real you comes out. You are tested by praise. Not what I would have expected that the wise man shares with us. Because we all appreciate the praise of others, the commendation, the compliments of others. They encourage us. They lift us up when we're flagging. They support us when we're teetering. Those kinds of experiences bless us when we need it. But here the wise man says, but wait a minute, there's one other element to it. You are being tested, and I would add, even revealed by praise. Now you are stepping into elite company. This weekend is a significant weekend, extremely significant. Consider that 100people.org says that if the population of this globe, this planet we call Earth, this planet we call home, happened to be 100 people, then of those 100 people, according to the current figures, of those 100 people, seven, seven would have a bachelor's degree. Bachelor's degree. According to the U.S. Census, the percentage of people in this country that have a Ph.D., 1.2%. So if we're measuring it by 100.org, we would say if this country had 100 people, one would have a doctoral degree, a Ph.D., that is. And then if you add certain letters after people's names, letters like DDS or PHARMD or RDH, and you add all of those together, you might get somewhat close to 1% of the country. You are stepping into a singular sorority, an exclusive fraternity. And it's going to feel good. For example, when people call you doctor, Dr. Jones, 
Dr. Hernandez. Feels good. I'll tell you a story I shared with my church years ago. My wife and I went down to Los Angeles to one of the concert venues there to hear a concert years ago, one of our early anniversaries, by Julio Iglesias. Now, if you don't listen to Julio, I'm sorry. There's not much we can do for you. But if you do, yo no sé qué hacer contigo, ni te tengo, ni te olvido, no quiero seguir así. Amen. Have mercy. Anyway, we went down to this concert. Wonderful place, magnificent uh, concert and all the rest. I mean, this was in L.A. It's not like we were up real close, you know. Los Angeles, our seats were out by Fontana. And so, uh, but it was a great concert, at the end of which my wife said, we got to get backstage, we got to meet. And we fell in love to his music. I was like, what? Just stay with me. Now, I'm going to spare you all the details, but I will tell you this. Within about 20 minutes, we were not only backstage, we were about a group of people and a doorway away from his dressing room. And it was then that I recognized a face. A face looked at me over the crowd of people that had gathered that I recognized, somebody with whom I was an acquaintance. And I was like, what? He looked at me and he said, come, come. So I do what I'm told, grab my wife. We went through the crowd, and in the next moment, there were four people standing in a secluded hallway. Roy Gatton, this gentleman who called me forward, Anita, myself, and Julio Iglesias. And Roy Gatton said to Julio Iglesias, Julio, I'd like you to meet my friends, Dr. and Mrs. Randy Roberts. And Julio said, Doctor, I love doctors. What kind of doctor are you? And I thought, ah, oh, wish he hadn't asked that. <laughs> and I, I said, well, well, well Julio, I'm a, <laughs> it, it's in a theology-related field. He said, oh, <laughs> I'm a great sinner. I said, I know. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> we walked on air for about a week. The experience of actually meeting him, and I'll tell you, it felt good. That particular moment, oh, I love doctors. As an educated person, whatever letters follow your name, you are moving into rarefied air, and honestly, it will feel good. You'll be esteemed, honored, appreciated, commended, praised, and at times awarded. And my question, the old wise man's question for you this morning is, when that happens, what emerges? You can and should appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. But what emerges? What stirs within you? Feels good. And yet the old wise man says, the acid test of a person is praise. He's a megastar, one of my favorites, to be honest with you. His name, Denzel Washington. It was a few years ago. He delivered a commencement address to the students graduated from Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana. 
One of the first things he said in his presentation was, put God first. Put God first. And then he went on to say a number of other things. And I want to share in his words what else he said. These are his words. When I was young and started really making it as an actor, I came and talked to my mother and I said, Mom, did you think this was going to happen? I'd be so big and I'll be able to help and take care of everybody and I can do this and that. Do you know what his mother said then? Oh, you did it all by yourself? I'll tell you what you can do by yourself. You can go outside and get a mop and bucket and clean those windows. You can do that by yourself, superstar. These are Denzel's words again. She said, boy, stop it right there. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. She said, if only you knew how many people have been praying for you. She spoke of the many prayer groups she put together, how many prayer talks she gave, how many times she splashed me with holy water to save my sorry behind. (laughs) You know what he's saying there? He's saying praise is the acid test of a person's character. And then toward the end of the presentation, he said this to the graduates. I pray you put your slippers under your bed tonight so that when you get up in the morning, you will have to get down on your knees to reach them. And while you're down there, say thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for parents. Praise is the acid test of a person's character, says the old wise man. So for that reason, as you reflect back on this weekend, I want to tell you that I have a specific desire for you. A specific desire. It won't come at those moments when your garden is overrun with weeds, but at those moments when everything is coming up roses. It won't come at those moments when people curse your name, but when people praise your name. It won't come at those moments when you remember and recognize that Jesus said, I am the way. It will come at those moments when you're feeling so on top of things that you think, I am the way. I pray that you will remember that Jesus said something important about this very topic. He didn't say beware too often, but he did say it a few times. And one of those times he said this, beware when all people speak well of you. I wonder if he thought about this proverb. So because of that, I want to leave you with three words. Three words drawn from a rather obscure commentary on the book of Proverbs. Three words that underline what the acid test is for a person here. So sometime in the future, when things are going well, I hope you remember them. And here are the three words. Praise tests character. Praise tests 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 character 
So when things are going well, your job is good, your boss loves you, your patients adore you, and everybody is singing your praises. If at that moment in time, your mind goes back to three words, it will give me the comfort that God still works miracles. Because at that moment in time, it's time to remember that. Three simple words. Praise tests character. Find more podcasts, videos, church events, and how you can support the Loma Linda University Church at lluc.org.